0: You're listening to an audio sermon by Pastor Bernard Mulder from Household of Christ. We trust that you will be encouraged and blessed as you listen to the Word of God. This morning, how want to minister a message moving from disaster to your divine destiny. Amen. Many times we face challenges and as a Christian when we walk with God, it's wonderful when you hear God's voice and God gives you clear instruction. When we look at the life of Abraham, the Lord spoke to him and said, I want you to move away. The Lord said, I'm going to be your shield. I'm going to be your protection. I'm going to be your exceedingly great reward. He said, I'm going to bless you. It's wonderful when you hear God saying that. That message is there and that word encourages you and it helps you to move from where you are to where you want to be. But there are many many examples in the Bible where God did not speak but used situations, circumstances to move people from where they were finding themselves to where God wanted them to be. Think about Joseph. Yes, the Lord gave Joseph a dream and he showed him his good future. He had that prophetic picture of the good future that the Lord had planned for him. But the Lord didn't come to Joseph and say, my son, I love you so much. The one with the special coat. Your father loves you. I love you. I want you to move to Egypt to fulfill your destiny. No, the Lord didn't do that. His brothers threw him in a pit. Do you find yourself in a pit this morning? He found himself in prison. People lying about him. And it was situation and circumstances that moved him. But God was in control moving from a disaster or a disappointment towards his divine future. When you look at the life of Elijah, the Lord speaking to him as a man of God, saying there's a drought coming, but I want you to stay here next to the brook. Don't worry, there's going to be water I'm going to provide for you. You're not going to be thirsty, you'll be able to drink. As a matter of fact, I'm going to do a miracle. Ravens are going to bring you food, a miracle. The Lord said, stay there by the brook. But there was a time where the brook dried up. Many times as Christians, we take the stance and we say, well, the Lord spoke to me. The Lord said to me, this is my brook. This is where I'm going to drink. I'm not moving anywhere. The Lord would never allow my brook to dry up. But family, God has his own way of executing his plans. Many times when we say, this is what the Lord told me. I'm going to stay here. I'm going to You're going to die. Go hear from God. What is the next thing? The Lord spoke to him again and said, I want you to move. A widow is going to take care of you. God will take us through a season. We'll first teach you to be dependent upon him. Drink from this brook. That which seems impossible, ravens that want to steal and only plunder, I'll use that to bring you food. But then there's a time where the Lord said, now that you trust me, I'm going to teach you to be interdependent. And the person that you think least likely to help you, a poor widow at the point of dying, I'm going to use you, take you to her, do a miracle in her life so that she can provide for you. Turn to the person next to you say, I'm moving from disaster to my divine destiny. Many of us in this time of COVID or the corona season have found ourselves facing some kind of a disaster, some kind of a disappointment. But you have to look at that and know that God will take you from that disaster and use that, turn it around, to lead you into your divine destiny. Amen. Turn with me in your Bibles to the book of 1 Kings, chapter 17, reading from verse 2. Then the word of the Lord came to him, saying, Get away from here and turn eastward and hide by the brook Cherith, which flows into the Jordan, and it will be that you shall drink from the brook, and I have commanded the ravens to feed you there. So he went and did according to the word of the Lord, and he went and stayed by the brook Cherith, which flows into the Jordan. A miracle of miracles. From here... After this, when the brook dried up, the Lord said, now I want you to move again. And a widow is going to take care of you. Let's go to verse 18. Can I say, sometimes when we face challenges, people can handle one disaster, one disappointment. But sometimes when it's too like this, it almost gets too much. Even if you're facing one and there's another, Hold on and know that God will see you through. Remember, when he came to this widow, she was at a point where there was nothing. She was ready to eat her last meal and die. A place of hopelessness, feeling that there's no future. But the Lord spoke a word into her life, and there was food. The next thing that happened is the widow's son died. Can you imagine? You've seen the miracle, and now you see the disaster. You've seen God's goodness, and now it doesn't make sense what's happening in your life. Family, I want to tell you that God is still in control. God is still taking you, leading you from where you are to where he wants you to be. From the disaster, the disappointment, into your divine destiny. Let's read from verse 18. So she said to Elijah, what have I to do with you, O man of God? Have you come to me to bring my sin to remembrance and to kill my son? So many times when we face challenges, difficulties, and things go wrong, we immediately think it's because of what we've done, our sins. As a Christian, there's no condemnation in Christ Jesus. Amen? When something difficult happens or disappointment, a disaster, we immediately want to think, what have I done wrong? Sometimes there's just a drought. Sometimes it's just corona. But even in that situation, God wants to take you from where you are to where he wants wants you to be. Verse 19, and he said to her, give me your son. So he took him out of her arms and carried him to the upper room where he was staying, and laid him on his own bed. Then he cried out to the Lord and said, O oh Lord my God, have you also brought tragedy on the widow with whom I lodged by killing her son? And he stretched himself out on the child three times and cried out to the Lord and said, O oh Lord my God, I pray that this child's soul come back to him. Then the Lord heard the voice of Elijah, and the soul of the child came back to him, and he revived family whatever situation you are facing God has heard your prayer God has heard your cry because the eyes of the Lord are upon the righteous and his ears are attentive to their prayers it's the anointing that destroys the yoke here he faced a double tragedy not just one two Lord leading him and guiding him, finding himself, being looked after, drinking the water, the ravens bringing food. Suddenly it dried up. Here he goes to the widow. The Lord does a miracle, multiplies food for them. Here the son dies. God revived the son. What happened after this? The man of God was led into his divine destiny. Remembered the next chapter, he called down fire from heaven, and the whole nation was turned back to God. Imagine if one of these disasters or tragedies affected him in such a way that he gave up, that he wanted to run away, that he said, where is God? God, you've led me to this woman to help her, for her to help me, now her son has died. Family, don't look at your situation. Ask yourself, what do I believe about my situation? Do I believe God is in control? Do I believe God can take me from where I am to where he wants me to be? Remember, the book of James reminds us that Elijah was a man like you and me. With the same feelings, the same emotions, the same doubts, the same fears. He was a man like you and me. But he prayed. Said, Lord, help me. Revive this child. Bring new life into this situation. That which the enemy intended for evil, God will turn it around for good. That disaster that you are facing right now, God will use it to lead you to your divine destiny. And when he called on God... Fire came down from heaven. You know the story. A whole nation was turned back to God. This should be our prayer in this time. That this disaster, God will use it to turn back a whole nation to God. To set their hearts upon God. Turn to the person next to you say, there's hope. So you have to ask yourself, as a child of God, what time and season do I find myself in right now? Is it a time of crisis? Time of disaster? God can change your situation. It was a Joseph that made a decision to get through it stronger. Made a decision, I'm going to go through and get stronger. Daniel said, I'm going to go into the lion's den, but I'm going to come out stronger. Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego, we're going into the fiery furnace, but we're coming out stronger. I've seen God has got his own way of doing things. He's got his own way of doing things. Stand with me in your Bibles to the book of Isaiah 55, verse 11. The promise that God has given you, the word that he has spoken, the destiny that he has planned for you, the good future that he holds in his hands, he's not changed one thought about it, one millimeter, one degree about what he has planned for you. So shall my word be that goes forth from my mouth. It shall not return to me void, but it shall accomplish what I please, and it shall prosper in the thing for which I send it. For your joy shall go out for you shall go out with joy and be let out with peace. the mountains and the hills shall break forth into singing before you, and all the trees of the field shall clap their hands. Instead of the thorn shall come the cypress tree, and instead of the briar shall come up the myrtle tree, and it shall be to the Lord for a name, for an everlasting sign that shall not be cut off. You know what this speaks of it speaks of change that which the enemy intended for evil God will turn it around for good when the Lord has sent forth his word that prophetic picture that Joseph had about his good future when he was in the pit he could remind himself and say I know where I belong the Lord is using this disaster this disappointment to steer me, to point me into my divine destiny. It was that rejection that Joseph experienced that speared him, pushed him into his divine destiny in what God had called for him. Turn to the person next to you, or there where you are sitting watching via any form of media and remind yourself and say, it's not over yet. Tell him it's not over yet. Matthew 21, 42 teaches us, reminds us that the chief cornerstone that was rejected by everybody, that God was still in control. The Bible says it was the Lord's doing. And it was marvelous. It was beautiful. Why? Because that disappointment, that rejection, was the very thing steering God into his divine destiny to die for you and for me so that we can experience life and life in abundance. Family, we have to remind ourselves in this time that God's word is above everything. What God has declared about you is what's going to happen. When you go to verse 8 in Isaiah 55, it says, My thoughts are not your thoughts, nor are my ways Your ways, says the Lord, for as the heavens are higher than the earth, so are my ways higher than your ways, and my thoughts than your thoughts. Sometimes when we face difficulties, you're just going to have to take that situation and put it in the hands of Jesus. When things don't make sense, God is still in control. Sometimes we work harder than ever and we see less results. In a time like that, you have to put it in the hands of Jesus. God can use these things to prepare you. Joseph's spit was to prepare him. Joseph's time in prison was the Lord preparing him. So that he would be able to overcome, be a better leader. There's always hope when we place our hope in the Lord Jesus Christ. Let me show you another situation where the Lord used a disaster, a disappointment and steered a man into his divine destiny, his purpose. Turn with me in your Bibles to the book of Luke chapter 5. Your situation, your disaster, your disappointment, it's a challenge, but it's a challenge for you to become stronger. Not to destroy you, but to make you stronger. Luke 5. I'm reading from verse 4. When he had stopped speaking, he said to Simon, launch out into the deep and let down your nets for a catch. But Simon answered and said to him, Master, we have toiled all night and caught nothing. Nevertheless, at your word, I will let down the net. You can almost hear his pain, his anguish. He says, Jesus, are you not aware of the fact I've worked all night, I've been out on the waters, it's cold, my hands are paining, my back's paining, we've been pulling up the nets the whole night, doing what we know we have to do, going to the spots where we know the fish, we find the fish, no results, I've worked harder than ever, no results, can you hear that pain, that anguish that is going through? But Simon answered and said to him, Master, we have toiled all night and caught nothing. Nevertheless, at your word, I will let down the net. And when they had done this, they caught a great number of fish and their net was breaking. So they signaled to their partners in the other boat to come and help them. And they came and filled both the boats so that they began to sink. When Simon Peter saw it, he fell down at Jesus' knees saying, Depart from me, for I am a sinful man, O Lord. Family, this was a disaster. This was a disappointment. But God used this disappointment to prepare Peter to move into his divine destiny. You know, when you look at this, even when there's failure with God, there's success. And verse 10, the Lord said to him, I'm changing everything from, about you. You used to be a fisherman going out catching fish. Now you'll be catching people. You'll bring people into my kingdom. I'm going to raise you up to be an apostle. You're going to be the rock. I'm going to use you to build my church. And he used that disaster, a place of pain and anguish of working so hard. The Lord steered him, pushed him into his divine destiny. When there's disappointments and God is a part of your life, in that disappointment, there's appointment. And God will take you from where you are to where he wants you to be. It's here where he found empowerment from on high. He realized it's not his own strength and ability. We can see that falling down before Jesus, acknowledging his position, saying, I'm a sinful man. I know who you are, Lord. The Lord said, because of that attitude coming to me and saying, this is who I am, Lord. I don't deserve this. The Lord said, I see that heart, that willingness. Family, can I remind you, when Peter was working hard, and it seemed like failure. It seemed like disaster, like disappointment. God's eyes were upon Peter, and he was aware of that attitude, that spirit on the inside to even continue to work hard, giving his very best even while there's no results. I want to encourage young people. Sometimes you are working hard. You're pushing the extra hours And you're saying nobody sees it. Somebody sees it. God is aware of it. And I'm telling you, that attitude not to give up, but to continue to work hard and hard and giving that extra, Jesus is aware of it. It's that very thing that you're looking at and you think, this is a disaster. I'm putting in everything with no results. God is aware of it. And he can turn that disaster around, spearing you, pushing you into your divine destiny. Remember, it was Joshua and Caleb in Numbers 14. My servant Caleb, who has a different spirit, a different attitude. Family, you have the spirit of Christ on the inside of you strengthening you, encouraging you. God sees that attitude. When everybody wants to give up and say, it's impossible, we cannot go into the promised land. It's there full of milk and honey and all the blessings, but we cannot go in. When there's that attitude, confessing failure, defeat, God sees it. But God is also aware of the Joshua's and the Caleb's that come and say, we be well able. Yes, there's giants, there's difficulties, but God has empowered us. There's a different spirit on the inside of us so that we can experience victory. Remember, David on the battlefield, when he faced Goliath, like what we are facing right now, a giant, it wasn't that moment that gave him confidence. He came and he said, King Saul, I want to remind you There's a God who helps me. There's an anointing upon me. His presence with me. This anointing has helped me to kill a lion. It's this anointing that's helped me to kill a bear. Family, it's that same anointing that will kill the giant. So whatever you are facing, go ask yourself in the past, Lord, remind me, show me. You know. The lion where the Lord has given you victory over. You know the bear where the Lord has given you victory over. This disaster that you are facing right now, this giant that you are facing right now, that same anointing rests upon you to give you victory over this giant. Yes, that giant is going to shout at you and say, I'm going to kill you. I'm going to destroy you. I am going to feed your flesh to the birds of the air. There will be nothing left of you. And that's what Corona has been shouting at many people right now. Fear wanting to grip their heart. And there was a whole nation whose hearts were gripped with fear. But there was one young boy looking after the sheep, worshiping God loving having that presence of God when he worships him to fall upon him. That strengthened him. When he saw the lion, he killed the lion he saw the bear, he killed the bear. When he arrived on the battlefield, he said, I have that anointing. It's killed the lion that's killed the bear. It's the same anointing that's going to kill this giant. Joshua and Caleb had that same spirit on the inside of them. we be well able. What situation are you facing right now? It's not what your situation is shouting at you, but what do you believe about the situation? Do you believe God is able to see you through and turn this disaster, use this disaster to spear you into your divine destiny? Uh, Elijah facing challenges, but the Lord turning it around, moving him into his divine destiny, calling fire from heaven, turning a whole nation back to God. Remember, the word of God gives us this confidence in 1 Corinthians 10, that whatever you are facing, whatever temptation, whatever difficulty is coming your way, the Lord will make a way for you out of it. He will lead you by his Holy Spirit. Yes, maybe the Lord has said to you, I'm going to provide through the brook, doing the impossible, providing through the ravens. But when that brook dries up, the situation has changed. Sometimes it doesn't make sense why. Ask God, what is the next thing? I assure you, there'll be a time where the Lord will say, yes, you've been dependent upon me. And we're always, the cross always first links up, points towards heaven. But then there's also this where we have to be interdependent, where your strength becomes my strength and my strength becomes your strength. I need you like you need me. This is the way God has created it. In this time as the body of Christ, we should draw strength from each other. Use my strength to strengthen you. Use your strength to strengthen me. I want to close with Ephesians 1. If you can turn with me to Ephesians 1. Verse 11, in him also we have obtained an inheritance, you have an inheritance, being predestined according to the purpose of him who works all things according to the counsel of his will. The Passion Translation says, Through our union with Christ, we too have been claimed by God as his own inheritance. Before we were even born, he gave us our destiny that we would fulfill the plan of God who always accomplishes every purpose and plan in his heart. Family, God had planned good things for you right from the beginning. He had planned good things for you. You know Jeremiah 29:11. I know the thoughts I have towards you, thoughts of peace and not of evil to give you a future and a hope. The one translation says the future that you hope for. God has predestined you for good things. This disaster is what the Lord will use to move you into that divine destiny. What do you believe? about your situation do you know that the light on the inside of you has the ability to expel all shades of darkness let me hear you pray say most merciful god my lord and savior fill me with your light until i start to shine fill me with your light until i start to shine Let this light expel all shades of darkness in my life. Help me, Lord. Lead me out of this difficult situation. My disappointment, my disaster, move me into my divine destiny. Lord, use my situation to spear me. Into my divine destiny. Amen. Remember, Isaiah teaches us though you go through the fire, it will not burn you. Though there's waters that's coming against you, you're not going to drown. He's going to see you through. This song that they were singing, there's another in the fire. If there's waters coming against you, there's somebody holding back the seas. Why? Because Jesus died on the cross for you and for me to make a way. The good destiny that he has predestined for you before you were born, God has not changed his mind. One disaster, one difficulty, one disappointment does not allow God to change his mind. God has focused his attention upon all of mankind. He loved us so much that he sent Jesus Christ. When Christ came to this earth, he didn't lose focus. Because he didn't lose focus, you and me, we are born again today.